This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That 90s vibe. Yeah, that's Scrub is a guy that thinks he's sliding, also known as a buster. Always thinking about what he wants and just sits on his protest. Oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, man. Okay, guys, man, going so far back. Uh, you guys, we're here doing your favorite after show for your favorite show, Scream Queens, or at least you like it a little bit enough to, to hang out with us. But this is episode seven. We didn't, we weren't a big fan of the Beware of Young Girls song that was playing in this episode, so we're like, we're going to pick our own 90s throwback, and we hope you enjoyed it as well, because no scrubs will never die. No. Yeah. We'll never will live forever, TLC. Mm, rest in peace, left eye. Anyways, <laughs> so Beware of Young Girls, episode seven. We're pretty deep into the season now, you guys. We're more than yeah. halfway through. Yeah. We only have five episodes left. Uh... Nobody really died this episode, but mm-hmm. overall, I mean, nobody that we really knew or cared about, so I could all sigh of relief for everybody, but overall thoughts of the episode uh, before we dive into kind of little bits of it. I thought it was boring. There we and go. And maybe because nobody died, and maybe because there wasn't very much excitement, we did find a little bit of information, you know, with Gigi and things like that, but for the most part, I was bored. Not enough Chad. No. Yeah, whenever no. I'm bored, I'm like, there's not enough chat. I mean, we did get, we did get like shirtless, basically naked chat in bed with that a goat. a lot of chat. But one of the more random things that could happen in an episode, for sure. Yes. <laughs> but not enough chat. Overall, overall thoughts for you? I, I guess kind of the same as you. I wasn't full on bored, I would say, but I kind of mentioned this, I think, in a previous after show that I feel like after Halloween, the show would lose a little luster for me. And it kind of did. And I'm hoping that it kind of comes back in in the next few weeks that it's just was like, oh, I'm a little Halloweened out. I'm not in the mood for a scary, (laughs) scary show right now. And I'm just hoping that next week I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm back into it. (laughs) I, you know, it's like, I, what I love so much about this show are the characters. Mm-hmm. I think they're all, each of the, each of the individual characters are so great. They're acted so well. And, and I, and I love them and I love to hate them and I think they're hilarious. But I think sometimes, yes, the story kind of lacks a little bit. So these characters that are so kind of over the top and funny, mm-hmm. they don't get to do as interesting things just because of the, the way the story is laid out. But uh, I was reading kind of some articles and stuff about this week's episode, and um, one of them was talking about how, you know, the, the whole Scream Queen show is supposed to be like a slasher film turned into a TV a TV show. And, you know, the beginning, the first act of the slasher film is kind of the setup, which we got that in the first kind of two-hour 
premiere, premiere yeah. of the show. And then the middle is supposed to be when there's a ton of killings and it's like the, all the who's done it and da 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 da. And then the end is like the big, the final reveal and whatever. But I feel like this is too stretched out. Like it's it, it kind of like the the killings and like the who done it's kind of is getting a little old. Yeah. So yeah, so I wanted to come back, and I think the Halloween thing that that brings up a really good point as well of why. Oh well, this isn't like we're already done with the scaries. Uh, we don't need any more scaries. But you know, shows like American Horror Story, they that still resonates with people. Right. Doesn't really resonate with me because I'm a chicken, but <laughs> it does resonate with people even when it's not around Halloween. And I, I have faith in this in Scream Queens, and I think I think it's going to end strong. I I agree with you. I kind of want more. What I kept thinking about in the episode was that I want more kind of finger pointing. Like mm-hmm. I felt like we had people who were kind of not taking responsibility or semi taking responsibility, and I feel like it would be really interesting to kind of have more episodes where there's, like, a confusion about, like, like, if, let's say, Grace wrote a piece in the paper about who she thought it was and Mm -hmm. then, like, the reaction to that. I think that would be an interesting play and I hope we kind of see that in the episodes to come. I think we are. You know, do you know who else I... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I missed this this week's episode is Denise. Oh, no, yeah. Denise uh, at all. Candle blogger. <laughs> well, we saw a little bit of the ca- at the funeral. We saw a little bit of the candle, but Denise, uh, my faithful security guard. Yeah. Um, well, we didn't see a lot of. We uh, didn't. We, we barely saw Zayday. I know. I felt like we were missing some, like the candle blogger, security guard, Zayday. Like, where were these people? Yeah. It, <laughs> it just it threw in kind of some new characters. And then, like, very quickly, just, they're going to be gone now, because, anyways, let's just dive into first topic of conversation, Miss Gigi. Now, Gigi, um, we only saw her in two scenes, so we saw her very little, but the longer this show goes on, the more, the more pivotal, yeah, role we see that Gigi has in everything that's going on, and her plot for revenge, and... She's making an impact, because if you think about her just being in those two scenes, she's one of the most memorable parts of the episode, Mm -hmm. for sure, and she is scheming big time. Mm -hmm. And I I like to see, I mean, just to see the flip of her, because she plays kind of this, like, hi! What's going on? Yeah. And but then she's on the phone and she's like, "Oh, she's what do you do?" She is the boss. She's the boss lady. Yeah. So she's I a hitman. There's a couple people I, I, at the end of this this whole discussion. I want to see who you guys can like know for sure. You don't think is a killer, and who do you think is still probably suspect number one? Um, or like enemy public enemy for number one. Oh yeah. yeah, and I'd be interested to, to hear at the end of this discussion and also online in the chat. Thank you guys all for joining us in the live chat. Uh, but yeah, I'd be interested at the very end of the episode. Let me know who you think is, you know, probably number one suspect and who do you think there's no possible way they can be the killer. Um, but then we, we also saw Gigi interacting with Grace a little bit more in this episode and kind of getting a makeover, which I hated. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was hilarious, actually. She She looks cute in that jacket and jeans, not gonna lie, that is today's style. 
But for her to be like, I want a neon jacket with shoulder pads. <laughs> and I was like, I like I like her 90s style. But she was wearing, you know, like, waisted jeans. And she's like, these are just way too low. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was funny and cute. But she, you know, like, because she's dating Grace's dad, I kind of feel like that's something that kind of had to happen. And especially, I think Grace kind of wants to get to know her as well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know in the back of her mind, she's a little crazy. And I feel like Oliver Hudson's role is about to get a heck of a lot bigger because he just got killed off Nashville and I'm devastated. So now <laughs> the only Oliver Hudson like fix I can get is through Scream Queen. So it's just, it's, I'm still, I was really upset he wasn't in that much of this episode either. I could have never predicted, by the way, spoiler of Nashville, but um, what was going to happen to him on Nashville. But I feel like if you looked at his Instagram, it was very clear he was spending much more time in New Orleans yes. than he was in, in Nashville. Nashville. And so it, I assume his role, and I hear Nick Jonas also comes back. And yeah, we so, saw that in the preview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and so. in a lot of the um, Instagram as well. Yeah. Stalk, mm-hmm. You stalk these guys on Instagram, and you're like, I know who's alive and who's dead. <laughs> um, I'm really good about knowing all that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, moving on to uh, a new character this week, a new, an old Kappa, uh, but she was she's next Kappa, uh, Feather McCarthy, which... <laughs> It's kind of a great name considering who she fell in love with, that she fell in love with her Beatles professor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is a nerd? Like, a, a, like, dude, I thought he was going to be like this gorgeous guy. <laughs> like, yeah. This drop dead, like George Clooney-ish. And he's like a little... Dr. Well, he's a nerd. Well, yeah, and they even say he's not even cute. Um, <laughs> but Feather definitely uh, fell in love and with him. And it was him. genuine. I and thought it was... I thought it was like something behind, you know, behind the curtain that she like a different motive, but no. And I really, I really liked the character of Feather. She was played yeah. by um, Tabby Gevinson. I hope I said that right, but uh, I thought she was great, and I loved her little haircut, and like she mm-hmm. just seemed like this really cool character to me. But um, I agree, and I thought she fit well in that like over the top world. Yeah, she definitely kind of, but fit- still didn't, but still didn't quite fit in. Right. She yeah. she like. Uh, she was like a very heightened character, but you could tell always kind of wanted to be in the inner circle and never really was. Mm-hmm. And that was where her entire thing was coming from, I think, by getting with her professor and all of that. But do you think we're going to see more of her? Or do you think it was just like a one episode well, type of... I don't know. Let me check IMDb. <laughs> no. This is the thing, though. Girl, why are you follow you? You tasted the blood. You tasted the blood. And you, you follow the arrow. <laughs> you see the arm nailed, nailed to the wall. And if you've been like living with this man for a while, you know what his hands look like. But yet, you're still walking up the stairs. At what point? What do you need when it says a head, but it's it is not spelt as a head. It's a head. Why are you going to go in that room? The killer could still be in there ready to kill you. I, I just, oh, it made me so angry. So this is an angry point that I can fully get behind. If uh, anyone out there watches our Pretty Little Liars after show, you know that this is something that I get so upset about. When characters, time after time, you're, like, you're walking into clearly a, like a crime zone, a, a, a criminal scene. Wouldn't you run out, call the police, do something? Pretty Little Liars, same issue. They like, they're like, oh, there's an open. I'm just gonna leave all my doors open. I know someone's after me, but it's all good. No, it was so set up like a haunted house. You see, like the way that it was written, like it literally looked like a haunted house. But I think. Hello, it's the movie business. It's Hollywood. It's, you know, they're obviously going to go up the stairs. They're obviously going to go through the door and go through the, you know. 
it was almost like such a cliche, like yeah. just to to be over the top and be over slash. It was like Paris Hilton and House of Wax. I was like, come oh, on. I, Spoiler yeah. alert: she dies. Yeah, um, <laughs> like the second person to die too. I also feel like though you could have her at the very least call the police and then go in yes. the room, like or at least something fight or something, or like like do something where it's like, wait, I'm going to try to save myself, but I will still go explore and see what happens. Well, and this is the thing, like. We, as we see, the police kind of suck in this town. We've been very aware of this, but today they actually finally started talking about how much they suck in this town, even though they did finally arrest somebody that wasn't Chanel. Uh, they they arrested uh, Dean Munch. Uh, Minch. Am I Munch? It's Munch. Munch. Yeah, Dean Munch. Munch. Yeah. And uh, it, because she obviously killed her ex-husband. I like thought it was... Framed feather. Framed feather. Um, and, I, and I was pretty sure that she did it, too. Yeah. But... Because she killed her ex-husband and used kind of the whole, like, serial killer thing, I, there's no way she's the Red Devil. No way. And I, for the longest time, thought she was definitely the Red Devil. I didn't think she was. I think she has something else to hide mm-hmm. concerning the baby. I just don't think yes. she's the devil either. Which, she hinted that she might be telling them more. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about Dean Munn. She, so she gets she gets taken away in a, in a straitjacket. Yep. I, I've never seen cops do that, but hey, <laughs> magic of television. And uh, we see her in the psych, the the psych, psych ward. ward. Can I just say, when I saw it, I was like, oh, American Horror Story Asylum. Yeah. Did you? I mean, I don't know if you guys watched that season or I, you know, I you guys at home but... did. It looks exactly like the asylum atmosphere. Did they shoot that in New Orleans? Because I wonder if they just used the same set. Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay, well then. Maybe Ryan Murphy was just like, hey guys, that's just, that's just a little nod to my other great show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, she, we see that, because we have, we have Nancy Drew and Sherlock Holmes here, aka Grace and Pete. You know, they think, we got it, we know who done it. And then they don't. And then you don't. But we did, I, I, you know, and, and so I saw a lot of people commenting online that they thought the episode was so boring because it focused so much on Grace and Pete. They're like the, the kind of the straight guys of yeah. the show. Um, but I think their characters are finally getting a little bit more interesting after this episode. Um, and also because they were handed that painting on the yes. way out of the asylum. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about that painting? What do you guys think that reveals or doesn't reveal about their characters or and also what Dean Munch had kind of alluded to them um, when they're trying to get information from her. Go. Do you want to? You go. You. I, I'm not sure what the painting reveals about them, but I will kind of jump into a prediction about what you were talking about earlier <laughs> and say that uh, for a long time I was like, Grace is the eyes of the audience. And when I think about Ryan Murphy, I think about that he might turn that on its head and actually make her the killer in the end. I've read a lot of things online that people think Grace, Grace might be the killer. Yeah. Really? Because for a long time, and I sat in this chair and literally said this a few weeks ago, that I really appreciated that she was like kind of the straight man to everything else right, that was happening yeah. the over the top. Yeah. And what I realized was not every show creator would do this, but I feel like Ryan Murphy, there's a real possibility, not 100%, but a real possibility that he could turn it on its head and make her the killer. Those devils were way too tall. I don't think I don't think it matters. It's it's movie magic. Like I yeah I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it matters either. Yeah. I don't um, know. I'm gonna have to reanalyze that. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this one at you because this was another theory I saw online. Yeah. And 
talking about the painting, like, mm-hmm. oh, the painting, she did it really fast, and it wasn't even what they were looking like right. there mm-hmm. when they were, you know, Grace's hair was different, whatever. Um, so what if the, the, the crazy lady, because she kept saying, I paint them all, what if she had actually drawn or painted Grace's mother and Pete's father when they were in the asylum after the bathtub baby incident, and that they found out they were actually siblings. That would be real awkward. Yeah. I should have written down where I saw that theory and who had that theory, but I forgot. That's, I did not. That's a but twist. But that is a Ryan Murphy, like, mind. Yeah. Mind Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting the multi-generational thing going on in this mm-hmm. show. It's something that I feel like we haven't gotten explored enough. I feel like I, I want to know more about how... Um, West and everybody else in, in that the parent, the parental generation, the generation before um, kind of plays into what's happening in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm i very curious as to see I, I'm so glad that they find they're getting Dean Munch to talk about the baby yeah. because I think you're right. I think that's what she's trying to hide and I think she mm-hmm. probably has the most information about what's going on with the baby. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's about it for these, for, for those other characters. Now we can talk about the Chanel's. Oh, uh, these girls favorite. be crazy. Uh, it started off, I mean, the, it started off with the funeral for Chanel number two, um, <laughs> which... Which, by the way, I would go, anytime Chanel had a speech, I don't care what it's about, I would go and pay for it just to hear her talk, because I thought it was hilarious. It was, like, that was brutal, and I was laughing the whole time. Yeah. I have to say, I applaud Emma Roberts in keeping it together through some of these speeches oh, because you the things she's saying if she like obviously she has to memorize all these lines if she like I would just be laughing through it like there would be it's so crazy to me well not only that but she just she does I, t- I talked to Glenn who plays Chad Radwell and he was saying how like quick they, they get these scripts and I think I mentioned this in an earlier after show but just to realize how quickly she's probably having to memorize right. these epic speeches yeah. and they're so it's so not what you would ever say in real life and i feel like no, it's it's so much all. harder to memorize something when it's just so outlandish than memorizing something that's actually how people talk mm-hmm. or how dialogue goes so emma roberts yeah bravo you. Applaud you for I, sure to, to take off my hat, tip uh, of my hat. I don't know. <laughs> I have to say, I, I some of her stuff is voiceover, so that must be like a saving grace. Of, oh yeah, of, of it all is that she is able to do some of it as voiceover at least. But right. she, I mean, she definitely carries these episodes. And I again, yeah, that I think is like is such a good example. She, like Chanel, I she just is such a funny, over the top, crazy character, and she has she has so like good moments in episodes, but like. Mm-hmm. I'm missing the arcs. Uh, but we have a great speech, and then they decide to to uh, talk to Chanel number two via the Ouija board. So have, ha- you guys, have you guys ever done it? Hell no, oh, I've not done, done it. it. I've not. I will never. Missing out. I have. I was in middle school, and it was me and my teammate in soccer. Just two of you. Just the two of us, and we went to her bathroom. You're she brave. lit a candle. And she was a little Did older. You go and bloody mature, Mary, bloody Mary, then, bloody Mary. No, but I have a terrible, terrible story about that. And I am afraid of mirrors um, and the dark. Okay, bad experience. Ouija board, go. Ouija board. Uh, we did it, and it moved. It moved. Uh, I don't know if she played a trick on me or not, 
but it did move. And I was kind of freaked out, kind of not. And she did all the talking, and all I did was just, like, follow and all that. And I never played it again. I wasn't sure if it was real. I, I kind of want to do it again because I'm still curious. No, nope. I mean it wasn't a bad experience. I don't know. I don't know. I I would I would try it again. You know how they say curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> I'm not. So I'm, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to. I believe in spirits and all that. How could there not be these energies? Whether it's energy, right. whether it's spirits, some kind of angels. Power. So yeah, yeah. Some I, there's definitely stuff out there yeah. in the world that is it's energy from past things that have happened. Mm-hmm. I, Every culture calls them something different. Every person calls them something different. I just don't want to mess with it. Uh, you can, it's, you know, every once in a while I'll watch the fun little haunted house show or whatever, but I don't, I, I had a horrible experience going on a ghost tour in Scotland <laughs> with my sorority sisters and I will never, ever, ever pay to get to do to do that again because it was terrifying and I feel like the devil will go into you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just it just I I won't go to tarot card readings either. I even oh, tried, I don't believe that. I tried so hard one time just to get drunk so I would like go get my palm read or something or go to like you know some psychic. But I was I was just too scared. I was like, I, I don't want to know. I've done the palm reading thing. It's it's fine. It's not as scary. Like somehow like that doesn't scare me as much. But. That's a side note. <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to go. Like, some people will go, like, rent rooms in haunted hotels and specifically oh, yeah. ask for the haunted rooms I, just to get, like, I'm like, no, uh, absolutely not. I Like this, American Horror Story. I was Story just about ever. to say, like, season two of American Horror Story, I, I believe, was um, the start of Hotel, right? Or, no, Hotels no. this season. But Asylum was number two. Asylum, yeah. Oh, Asylum. Okay, so I think it was that, it was whatever Adam Levine and Jenna Dewan Tatum, that episode. If you've that ever, freaked me out. If you've ever seen that episode, you would not go into that a haunted hotel. Well, now this season of American Horror Story of Hotel is based on a real hotel in L.A. Yes. where a girl did yeah. die yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So, ooh. I so mean, I'm, I'm curious. And vampires. <laughs> so creepy, guys. I don't know. We do it. Down so, the first thing that uh, Chanel number two revealed to the other Chanel's was that uh, Chad Radwell was cheating on Chanel, Chanel number one. And again, we all, we've all we already established, and Chad has already been honest with Chanel, he's slept with basically everybody. Right. And, um, but he has promised since that he will, he will stop. He will be monogamous to Chanel. So Chanel goes to confront him right after this. And the lines that, again, Emma Roberts would spit out during, like, the insults to the dead ghost of Chanel number two, who's making the Ouija board. <laughs> I just loved every bit of it. Uh, but we see Chanel walk in on Chad, who is in bed with a goat. Um, can, I, can I just say, like, once I saw the goat, I was thinking, how the hell is Chad about to justify this? <laughs> like, what was Ryan Murphy thinking? And where the hell was his mind at when writing this part? Because Don't you I- feel like some of these things happen? And I know that it's much more strategic than this. Yes. But it's like late night in the writer's room. What are we going to do? And like, it just feels like sometimes you're like, this is so random. How did they get to this point? And th- that makes me want to go visit their writer's room. Let's be honest. And the reason it was he was lactose intolerant and goats produce non-lactose milk. Lactose-free milk. Lact- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was... I was confused. I just feel like Glenn has been in bed with a goat before. Like, just knowing Glenn, like, I wonder if, like, this is just something he's like, guys, guys, 
what if it was I was just in bed with a goat because I'm like lactose intolerant? I don't know. Glenn is like I could I could imagine. I don't know. <laughs> not not in the bestiality sense of the word. No, but. He would do something crazy like that, like and he grew up with, like, random farm animals, too. I was too. gonna say, I feel like we should probably specify that you grew up with him. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, uh, but, like, he he grew up, like, with all these different types of animals, too, so it could be a funny, like, thing, like him playing a prank. We used to play pranks on each other, so I could see that happening with a goat or some type of creep, crazy animal. He had a coat of Monday when we were growing up, and a monk, and a, like, a ch- it, like, they got, they had, they had a cat corral. It was crazy. Uh, but so, yeah, goats. Goats, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised, Chad. I'm not surprised. Um, but the lactose intolerant then speech, too. <laughs> yeah, he had it ready. Like, he, he already knew so what he ready. was gonna say. Yeah. It was so strange, because he was just like, oh, if she catches me, like, this is my speech. And I was like, I don't know that you should be, like, pre-planning getting caught with a goat. Like, that's weird. In my notes, I wrote WTF. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where this is gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny and I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> the, revisiting Chad's room, though, made me miss Boone. Oh, there was an empty bed. <laughs> and uh, thank God we saw Boone in the previews for next week because I'm it's missing... Back. I was going to say, I'm it's time for some Boone. Nick Jonas. It's time for some more Nick Jonas. So then we had, we also, so they did the Ouija board the next night after right. Chanel was like, oh, I hate you, Chanel number two. Like, he just, he's lactose intolerant. Meh. Uh... I love uh, Chanel number five. Vagina has teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so the second thing that uh, Chanel number two says is she blames uh, Chanel number one for being the killer, and all the other Chanels, especially Chanel number six. Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Leah Michelle is like, oh, well, then we have to kill her before she kills us because this is what makes sense. Which their logic, their their the path of logic. I don't know, but they're gonna go murder someone first. Um, so, but they they don't they're not able to pull this murder off because no. first of all they can't decide how they're going to kill Chanel. They're arguing about how they're gonna kill Chanel. Um, what was your favorite way to kill Chanel, you guys? Oh man, I'm trying to remember all the ones they mentioned. Oh, well, there Leah were- Michelle wanted to to put like glass a rock or something in diamonds, in her, crush diamonds, her diamonds, yeah, diamonds, diamonds right. up, so and then have like, the a inside. sugar eating party, yeah. and then so it rips her up from the inside. <laughs> um, That's thought, so gross. I thought it was so interesting when uh, they mentioned the poison, like using wasn't it um, poison or like well, yeah, they that said was it. That was what they finally decided on. They, yeah, they finally decided on that, but then they couldn't... Um, but Abigail Breslin's idea, what was hers? I wish I could... You guys, tell us what... Uh, it was something so dumb, it was, too. No, but hers was smarter than the crushing up the diamonds, which you can't even crush up, because right. there's no... Yeah. yeah, but I found it so creepy when Chanel, like, knew, like, well, as a human, you wouldn't, like... Oh, yeah, she's like, she's like, the only reason that work. they that rat poison works on rats is because they don't have a gag reflex, but as a human, I would vomit, and then I'd lose weight. So then it would be jokes on you. She's a secret genius. Which is like, that's so oh, creepy. Not only would I have survived your attack on my life, it would have only made me skinnier. Hashtag Chanel number one. <laughs> She's so uh, Love her, love her, love her. Um, yeah, the sugar party, though. I, I, 
never had a sugar party, but apparently it's a thing in this world. And um, I just imagine everybody with pixie sticks, like, dancing yeah. around. And I was like, about Woo! to say, totally, like, it's like second grade pixie sticks, but in college. <laughs> the bowling ball, the rat, the rat poison, that, there was a bowling ball crusher. Right, that was in the dream. Yeah, so it, she had the, you know, uh, Chanel number one had the dream with Chanel number two came to her. So mm-hmm. we got a little more Ariana Grande, not just in a casket. Uh, I loved her description of hell. Oh, She's yes. like, I went to yeah. the front desk. They said, uh, you know, I had to blah, 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 blah. This is my job. There's a slide, but it's like you have to go down nails. Yes, there are water slides, but they're lined with razor blades and splashed down into a pool of boiling pee. And at one point, uh, what if Chanel number two is busy getting Eiffel Towered by Hitler and Satan? Like, who? What? It goes on in that writer's room. I don't know. I don't know. They talked know. about the Hussein brothers. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I feel like right, I who need was to... Motiva- who was motorboating her boobs? Uh, uh, Osama, Osama bin, bin Laden. Laden and uh, <laughs> uh, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. It's, there are some of these lines where even I just want to go back through the episode and hear them again because you're kind of like... Did so, I hear that right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, there's so many that you're like, oh, you went there. Okay. <laughs> I like... Well, we'll talk about our favorite chatisms and Chanelisms uh, again at the end. But, um, yeah, so Ariana Grande, she's like, those girls are trying to kill you. And so Chanel wakes up from her prune... Uh, her la- la- laxative. Laxative, Yeah. I thought she was going to say she took laxatives to lose weight, but... It's to poop. It's to poop. Well, because some people do take laxatives to lose weight. Okay. Which is kind of weird. But it just seems... <laughs> just go on a run, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just run, exercise. Um, don't take laxatives to lose weight. It's really not the healthy way to do it. Uh, but yeah, so that was a fun kind of back and forth between the two. And then we see Chanel confront the girls uh, about... Yeah, that's how she found out. Trying to kill her. And... Um, yeah, I, I I forgot about this scene, but the scene when Chanel is crying in her closet, and we mm-hmm. see the other Chanels go up before the Ouija board happens, mm-hmm. and Chanel number six is like, yeah, I will never do anything to to break your trust trust again, and Chanel's like, yeah, because I'll never trust you again. You sent me to prison and tried to kill me. Ah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love these characters. But anything else from the episode that we're missing? Oh, there was just a funny quote that I thought was... Give it to me. Chanelisms are incredible. It's not even a Chanelism. It was, I think, um, it was Feather talking about the iPod-like thing. She says, I had this old iPod that picked up music from the air, and it's obviously a radio. Radio. (laughs) And I was just like, that's phenomenal, because I feel like that's, like, in the social media universe that we all live in, like, something that could so happen. How come she didn't, like, die in the tub with the radio? When Munch pushed it in. I don't know. Maybe just, like, a little, give it a little Was shock. Was she, like, yeah. really, like, a ninja and, like, just jumped out and surprised No, because it? it shocked her. Like, she yeah. screamed. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it wasn't strong enough because it was an itty-bitty radio, but I would think that... Electrocution is electrocution. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, what we learned, very important lesson we learned, you don't want to go to hell because <laughs> there are no dinosaurs in hell because yeah. Jesus broke them all out. So, if you're a big fan of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World... Be a good person. <laughs> do good. Uh, do good. Do good things. Uh, Chanelism. Yeah, Vanish uh, Saye. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing your your name right. But and TJ Ford. Those are two of the things that they are talking about. Anything else um, from this episode that you guys can think of that we missed? 
Besides no. bologna, I mean, we... Bologna? Bologna. 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 Um, be careful. Father's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, it was bologna, basically, is what freed uh, Dean Munch. Munch. And uh, she... But she did. She actually did kill her husband, so... She's got it all figured out, and she's doing the detective. Yeah. I don't know. So, okay, so <laughs> back to that thing, and people online as well. Like, absolutely no chance they're the murderer, and who do you think is your top suspect right now? I don't think it's Grace. I don't think it's the dad. I can't figure out if Munch and Gigi are working together, or if Gigi and Nick are working together. Okay, okay. That's kind of where my head's at. Gigi and Nick have to be working together because they both talk to the devils. Okay. Unless Nick is one of the devils. Uh, either way, they're working together. I don't think it's Zayday. And I don't think it's Chanel. Okay. I'm going to come next week and I'm going to make a list on paper and cross yeah, everybody yeah, out. Yeah, do it. Do it. We're going like, to start we're being gonna, Nancy. We're going to be Nancy Drew and Sherlock Holmes. Eat that, Pete and Grace. Go. I'm going to stick with my earlier thought of it potentially being Grace. Um, but I think... Nick is involved, and I think that there might be some sort of... Nick Jonas, you mean Boone? Boone, sorry, yes. I just used his... Yeah, Boone. <laughs> um, he, uh, I, I'm not sure what the connection is between them, and I hope that that plays out in future episodes, and figuring out what Gigi's connection... I don't think Gigi and Grace are necessarily working together. That no. doesn't seem to be the case, but I feel like they're both involved maybe in a larger capacity. Yes. I think it's... I think I can rule out two people as of today. Okay. Rule out Grace's dad completely. Mm-hmm. Because when he showed up at Gigi's, she was, like, just getting off the phone with the killer. And yeah. I feel like if he was involved, that would have been involved. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I'm going to rule out Dean Munch. Hmm. So... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Gigi's Agreed. highly involved. Obviously, Boone is highly involved because we saw the devil. Like, these are the two people we know for sure right. are, like, involved with this. Yeah. Definitely. But I think my number one suspect out of everybody is, you know what? Chad. Ooh. Really? I'm just going to throw it out there. I think he's, he's Boone's Based best friend. what? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's too dumb to, to be involved. Well, I think he's I think he's dumb enough to be involved. Yeah. I don't know, but he has been there a lot during the when the killers killings. have been there. His friend died. Off I think the, ladder, the candle blogger. Candle attacked. blogger is probably Hester. Mm. No, Hester is um Hester Chanel number six. Candle blogger. Yep. Yeah. Um I do I have to also say that I think Chanel number one is probably not involved. Someone just said, uh, Smash Flasher 724 says, I think Chanel could be the baby and isn't the least uh, we see of Feather. And this is not the last we've seen we see I Feather. can roll with that. Yeah. I think the baby, yeah, that, yeah that was I my could, next I question. Who's going to be the baby? I can see it. I can see it being Chanel. I think it's too obvious that it's Grace. If it would be Grace, I don't think it's her at all. Abigail Breslin's Chanel number three. Am I correct about that? Yeah. Uh, I, I could also see it being her. I just don't understand how Chad is still alive. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm so glad he is still alive, but yes, he's an idiot. Yeah. Why is Chad still alive? He I don't gets know. away. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. He climbed the ladder first. That was smart. Don't be, if you're not, don't be last. Be first. I was also going to say, maybe the devil doesn't see him as a threat. Well, he is Boone's best friend. Boone did love Chad. Right. So. So we told him not to kill him. 
Yeah. That's why the I same way that maybe I mean the devil didn't kill Zayday. I could see it both ways. I could see that it like um that Boone is trying to protect Chad and I could also see that whoever the red devil is just doesn't see him as a threat. He he's not harmful to anyone. He's just around. <laughs> but then why can't kill uh uh dead Taylor or Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Or Deaf Taylor Swift. Deaf Taylor. Yeah. Now she's her. dead Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she was harmless. Oh, somebody says, oh no. Uh, Abigail Breslin, Chanel number five, maybe. She said that she was a legacy, so. That could be it. Um, I, I don't know. More. I think I think the the painting. I think that has a lot to do with, and like I paint them all. I think this was the biggest clue that we are given. Something's going to re- be revealed in the. In I, the I think next week's going to be a very pivotal episode. I think what we is might she discover who the baby is. Of the baby, like. Well, that, I I don't know. That's why I love the theory that like she could have painted a picture of. Their mom and dad and their siblings, because it would be like because they are two different ages. Is everybody yelled at me first episode? Like, ah, they can't, they can't. I'm like, hoping it's yeah. not. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna think it that way. Yeah, it's not. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, any other predictions? Anything else before next week, guys? I think we killed it. I think we so. killed it. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Dr. Munch, uh, my uh, favorite Beatles teacher ever. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much again for watching. And where can we find you guys until next week? You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Paulina Aguilar and on Instagram at Paulina M. Aguilar. And you can find me everywhere at Stephanie Wanger. Oh, and you guys can uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. And one last shout out. Let's not forget that Chanel number two parents celebrated that her body was found. <laughs> and in turn, as soon as Chanel number two's parents learned that their daughter's de- dead body had been found, they went on a cruise to celebrate. That's how much they hated this dead bitch. Bye, Chanel. We'll wait. We can't wait to see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.